Hi. How are you? I'm good. Emily? I'm I'm actually really good right now good? in the moment. Yeah, I'm actually pretty good. Okay. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm doing good. Um, <laughs> that's I, rare. <laughs> I know. You're 29 now. Ew, you're right. Are you last happy? year, I'm in my last year of my 20s, baby. So. Oh my god. How I'm not crazy. happy or sad. I feel very indifferent about it. I'm sure 30, I'll feel weird about because I'm like. I still don't know shit about mortgages. <laughs> who, who does? Who does? Who does? Um, but, you know, I we're recording this before Emily's birthday because, of course, it's Emily's birthday. We have to spend the weekend. Mm, mm, mm. But I think that our dirty Halloween ornament creations have turned out perfect. And you said Halloween ornament, and I know you mean Christmas. I can't get... You're a spooky bitch, so you always go toward Halloween. But what... Halloween, I can't quit you, you, baby. It's a very COVID 29th birthday, which... Duh. But... So how we're celebrating is me, Devin, and a couple of our friends after Thanksgiving, after we've seen our very old parents, we're gonna get together (laughs) and make dirty Christmas ornaments, which... Like we're not rubbing We've done them in before. dirt. No, we're making them not that kind nasty. of dirty. The nasty. <laughs> it's gonna be so cute though. Like I've we've done it usually in Denver. One of the like Grandma's contemporary house. art museums hosts oh. it, and it's like these a local artist kind of like like is like the MC of it, but. I sound so stupid saying Grandma's house. Grandma's house is a brewery, and they also do things like that. Like, they do things like that, but not, not this that. specific one. But all similar Denver vibe, but yeah. these artists host it and they have like patterns to cut out like vaginas and penises and all mm-hmm. sorts of funny things. And you may like tree ornaments that I are nasty. <laughs> so we're doing our own version of that this year because um, I don't know if you've heard of like the pandemic. Never um, heard of her. The panty. The pan. <laughs> Just fucking get my panties in a knot. My panties are in a bunch right now. I'm about gonna this panty. throw my panties at you. And by that I mean I'm gonna cough on you. I'm kidding. <laughs> Here we are. Hi. Thank you for coming back. I think that we haven't even said goddamn who we are yet. Oh my god. We're the fangirls. We're the fangirls. My name is Emily Clark, and I'm Devin Rocket. Um, and we are not, um, horror movie buffs. We're not genre nerds. We know nothing about anything really, but especially horror films. Um, (laughs) we are a horror movie review comedy podcast. And if I had to describe us, like I said, not experts in the genre by any means, what I would say we are are just a couple of basic ass bitches who shop the Black Friday deals, but everything we want is still full price, so we end up spending 19 times more than we actually would (laughs) on any given day. And we love to watch horror movies. We get really scared by them. And then we like to come back here and talk Talk about about them them with you. That's what we do. So welcome. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Yes. Um, We're so excited. So as (laughs) we hopefully you know, you listened to last week's episode. Um, You gave it a five star? I'm kidding. (laughs) But you listened to last week's episode and you know this week we are watching a movie called The Dark and the Wicked. Yes. And this is definitely a movie that elicited at least one scare fart of 
out of both, both of us. At minimum. And Devin and I chatted about this. So we saw this movie pop up a lot on social media. And, and by we, we, we mean Emily. I saw it. I sent it to Devin. She watched it first. I watched it the next day. We were, both had a lot to say. We were really scared by it. Yeah. And we will get into what we thought of the movie. Of course. But... It elicited a conversation between the two of us of, this is actually a really scary movie. What do you watch after you watch something really scary so you can go to bed? Because none of us are just turning the TV off and falling asleep right. after a movie like this. Oh. This is one of the scarier movies we've seen in a while. Yeah. Right? You, that's, where, that's where you're going agreed. with this, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. You need a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. You need a palate cleanser. So Absolutely. We asked our followers on instagram like we did a little answer the question kind of like instagram story and asked what people watch after they watch something like super horrifying yep and we had a lot of different responses so we kind of split them up into like the big categories right yeah kind of like a genre exactly Mm -hmm. so these are the category we kind of made like a big group of everything we got but um we're just going to go through one by one and say, like, what we feel like it says about you. Um, and honestly, we're riffing these, so bear with us here. The first category we distinguished is Disney. Disney Channel. Um, really, only thing we... Disney Channel, I guess I would group in, like... I know I saw, like, Sister, Sister on there, which I don't remember if that's Disney. I also think about, like, Disney Plus, like, movies. Okay. Um, yeah. It, yeah. All-encompassing, but... What does that say to you? I have a thought. Okay. But what... Do you want to... Like, does that... No, let me hear yours. So, my initial thoughts are, if you're watching Disney after you watch a very scary movie, uh, what I'm hearing is that you did not start watching horror movies until a little later in life i would say older teenager late to young adult yeah early 20s yeah exactly like that's when you really started to get into it and you are looking for like a high contrast Mm -hmm. um something to like stray your mind away from what you originally saw because you don't have a ton of experience in digesting horror movies that you need High contrast. You're looking I, for that fucking sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> and I always distract me. <laughs> that is what I'm like. You're a newbie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next one that we have is sitcoms. Do you have a thought on this? I am a sitcom person. After I watch them, you are just because it feels for me like what for my mm-hmm. experience. It yeah, feels tell us. for me <laughs> <laughs> like personally (laughs) it just feels like real life and I can like mindlessly watch it and it brings me back to like a solid baseline like requires minimal mental power Mm -hmm. but light enough to pop you out of the darkness you Mm -hmm. were just in um to me like people who are into sitcoms like this is the next level up from Disney like you're a little more adjusted to the scare yeah. Like, you're not... Like, Disney is, like, level one amateur horror mm-hmm. watcher. This is level Sitcom two. Sitcom is level two. Like, you're a little bit more adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fair. 
right? That's like fun, yeah. I would say, yeah. A lot of the popular things we saw on the Instagram were like The Office, New Girl, Parks and Rec mm-hmm. is a big one. And so. I do all of those. Oh, yeah. And all those, those shows slap so hot. Slap. They're so good. I like Friends. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was like my show until like... After I'd watched a scary movie, I'd watch Friends, but then uh-huh. they took it off Netflix. So now you're I went to the office, the office, New Girl, Parks and Rec, of course. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, another uh, genre we saw was baking shows, mm-hmm. which I love. This mm-hmm. a baking show is not. I don't think that says what level of horror you're adjusted to. I feel like it's legit. Like. Well, it's it's a, compartmentalized, mm-hmm. right? Don't you think? Yeah. So you, I feel like you're someone that is super even keeled. I was gonna say very grounded in reality. Yeah. 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 And like you like to be like dip into different places. Like you probably like rom coms. You probably like sad like inspirational sports movies. You like and you, you probably, like sci fi. You, you like comedies. Mm-hmm. You dip into each genre, mm-hmm. but you always come back to your grounded level right and it's like you like the contrast change you like the palette cleansing of watching a horror and then going to something like relatively lighter Mm -hmm. but it's not you don't need like the levity that disney or a sitcom provides like you're just looking for like something to literally like take the sponge and wipe it off and then you're going to bed and you're fine yeah that's so true don't you think oh my gosh that's so and i will say this was not my normal um I have my things that I do when I watch a horror movie what I like to watch next but after watching um The Dark and the Wicked I watched The Great British Bake Off right Baking holiday show. holiday yeah. edition oh that was super of course. Cute. yeah um okay so our next one is after you watch horror you just watch more, more horror. horror and I'm going to say <laughs> call me i'm just kidding (laughs) but like also call me (laughs) yeah i and i've done this like i've gotten into a groove thus far into the podcast where i just keep watching horror and you're getting super brave i'm getting very brave yeah but like it just doesn't get like i don't get sick of it and like i i'm always like what do you like colton will be like what do you want to watch and i'm like oh let's watch a scary movie yeah and he's like oh my god, can we do literally anything else? Like, that's all you watch. And I'm like, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I think that the people that watch more horror are our deep, dark, depressed babies that are doing well. Like, yes. They are. Yes. Yeah. I So my thoughts are like, these are the people you, one, deal pretty well with stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like really hard for a movie to scare you in general. Yeah. Like, You'll watch horror after horror after horror. And it's like a sitcom watching an episode after yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's been a while since something has deeply affected you. You're um, just numb babies. You're just really even keeled in high stress situations and you come across as quiet. Like, a lot of people would describe mm. you that way. But also, like, when people talk to you, it's like you're pretty fucking smart and observant. We're talking uh, to you, Porcelain Peak. Oh. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, when you can watch, when your palate cleanser is the same of what you just saw, it's like, it's obviously has a level of like not affecting you in the emotional way, but affecting you more in an intellectual way. Yeah. Right. And I was going to say, like, not super emotional, like, not emotionally reactive, like, typically patient. 
the next one. This is near and dear to your heart. Yeah. We, I don't know if anyone relates to this. It's we can cut this if we want because it's we're kind not, of inappropriate. We're not cutting this. Um, somebody I don't know who, Me but they either. sound like a real whore for whore. Fucking hot. <laughs> okay. Somebody wrote back porn. <laughs> okay, so some people like porn. Some people like to masturbate after. <laughs> And I don't know who these people are, but if I had to speak for them. <laughs> if I had to speak for them, I think it's more, <laughs> I can speak. I haven't written literally anything down, but I'm going to freaking wing it. So Tell me, baby. This is the person, big personality, sweetheart. Oh. The person that, like, you take something traumatic and you're like, I'm going to freaking weave this into my life Ooh. and I'm going to grow from it and oh, make it better. It did get a little real. It did get for real. For that person. <laughs> I mean, for whoever said whoever this. that. The epitome of self-deprecating humor. You scare yourself, you enjoy yourself, and then you move on. Go to bed. Yeah. I resonate with that, which I don't know why, because I did not you did fucking not respond porn. Um, but... <laughs> What if I were <laughs> to respond that? <laughs> My justification would be that you are in a similar vein of Disney, but like way more fun. No offense. Oh, truly. <laughs> you're like, like new age Miley Cyrus. Right, exactly. But I would say like you're looking for high contrast and something that will make you sleepy. <laughs> oh, that, that is good. Okay. Anyways, I'm, I'm, I don't know who wrote that. But they sound like a real degenerate. <laughs> they sound like a real fucking blast. Um, so our next one is people that watch true, true crime. crime which this one's interesting. This one is very, this one confuses me. This one. I just don't know where to go from this here. This one, I, I think you're the real fucking like anarchy element in the world. Super liberal. Like someone that, oh, something yeah. that scares you so bad and then you watch something like real life that's mm-hmm. super scary and then mm-hmm. you can like sit on that. And then you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, you go to bed. Super liberal. That's, I think I'm decent with horror, but I don't want to watch true crime after No, it. because like I appreciate true crime. I love and true I crime. And I love true, or I love true crime, but it's sometimes too real. Like I have to take a break from it because it just like, after watching a movie me. like this that's like so scary. I'm like I couldn't go. Literally, to, like, I the... will. I would rather watch porn, and I never do that. <laughs> <laughs> true crime. I think you're chaotic. I think bit. so too. I'm like whatever the chart is like. There's like chaotic neutral, and like chaotic chaotic you're chaotic chaotic yeah yeah um our next category is dramas yes so my thoughts are this is a person who is fully accepted that there is darkness in the world Mm -hmm. um you're not looking for like the overcompensation of happiness you're not looking for a sitcom or disney no you are looking for a palate cleanser in a different kind of way than our Disney, our sitcom fans. You know, like, it's not all slapstick, all fucking making out with each other, not all twins living on a yacht <laughs> or well, whatever the fuck Zach yeah. and Cody did. I think this is, like, a very mature person. A mature person? A mature person. You've got a little bit of fucking taste. you got a little Medium. bit of, like... 
you a little bit of discerning taste. (laughs) Okay. And our last one really fast is the parody version of a horror movie. And I'm not going to call you out, but Colton, (laughs) you're literally the only person that feels this way. I... I'm going to let you take this one because that's your man's. (laughs) Whose man's? Me. Um... This is the person that is always looking for the light in life. Yeah. So you see something scary, you want to see something funny about the scary. And you like the scary. Yeah, exactly. You're a fan. And like, I am kind of the same way. I don't really love, well, I like parody versions of things. Mm -hmm. I think I can find humor in them, but I'm not a person to move to a, like from a horror to another, like a funny version of the horror. Yeah. Oh, I think it's stupid. Well, I think so too. (laughs) And I think... I think that that's because, okay, when I think of Colton, he's the person that, like, always sees the brighter side of everything and always tries to bring the light, and that's why he likes to see the parody versions. Yeah. Because he's, he can be scared of these things, but he's always, like, twists the dark to bring light. Right. Yeah, I would agree. And that, that was so, fair. that was so deep. Mm. Damn, I must like this man's. Okay, so okay. this week's movie is The Dark and the Wicked. Yeah, okay. baby. <sighs> All right, so this movie was directed by Brian Bertino, who also directed The Strangers, mm-hmm. which I will reference, so I think it's worth noting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released on November 6th, 2020. This is a new movie. Brand new. We like- mentioned that last week, but like... You got to rent it. Like, this shit is new. It's streaming. It's new. It's, like, only a few weeks old. Yeah. Yeah. It's brand spanking new. I know we typically don't do that for the pod, but Louis barking. If you can hear that in the background, he's going crazy. Um, So, you know we like to take you back to the year (laughs) that these movies were released. This one was in 2020. So I was just going to tell you, like, a few things that happened in the year of 2020. I'm curious. Um, So the first one, the first fun fact I have is there is a star that is about 75 million light years away. Mm. And it's been observed for about 20 years. It's, like, an extra hot star. Mm. So that means it's glowing, like, bright, bright, bright blue. Um, And it makes the sun look like an itsy bitsy baby. Oh. It's big. So stars this big, typically, like, they glow really, really hot, and then they'll explode into a supernova, mm-hmm. which is, like, okay, really cool. Uh, but they explode into a supernova, and they leave behind a black hole. So this star, just, they've been observing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. One day they went to look at it, and it was not there. Mm. No trace of a supernova. And this has been theorized for a long time, but there's a possibility that a giant star, instead of, like, going out with a bang, like, supernova craziness, can just quietly fizzle out into a black hole. Which is so crazy if you think about, like, how can we observe supernovas, like, everywhere, and then there's a possibility of it just, like, like, going out into a black hole. But they... Theorize this is what happened to this star. What? Isn't that interesting? Do they see the black hole? Can you see a black hole? I think so. Is there one? There's lots because... No, like from that one. From that one? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That is so weird. Because there's other things that, like, obviously this has, like, been theorized. Mm-hmm. But they're saying, like, there's a possibility that, like, there are, like, um, groups of, like, space dust can float in, like, around the atmosphere and, like, not the atmosphere, but, like, around space and, like, block a star's light. So, like, maybe it hasn't exploded yet and there's just dust ball in front of it so we can't see it. <gasps> but so by and large, like, they've been looking at it for months and they can't see it. And they they think they've observed it in other stars but can't officially capture it. But this one, they think they can. So. Oh, shit. I know. So, but what does that mean? Like, it's interesting. It's interesting. Okay. I don't know what it means. But I'm, I'm scared. obsessed with space facts. I am too. Like, that's my. Shit. Because, just really, really quick side note, but like, like, when you are far enough away from something, you bend light and, and time. time. And there are, I sent you something not that long ago. It was a girl talking about, like, if you were on this planet and you were looking back at Earth, you'd see dinosaurs because of how far away it was. <laughs> fucked up. So my whole thought is, like, our experience of ghosts might be... Okay. We're so far away from something we're seeing it back in time. I don't know. Don't... Something you, you are can bend. doing something to my brain I know, right I, now, and I'm too stupid to really figure it out. But like, there's something about like time and space that is like it's it's a circle, man. It's, it's a circle, man. <laughs> it's a circle, man. But I really do think like there's something Ew. not linear about it. Where I'm like, this is where we're getting paranormal experiences because time mm-hmm. is not just like caveman woke up and then they died and then i woke up and then i died like that's not how it goes anyways okay sorry that got way too oh my gosh that is so interesting other 2020 events Mm -hmm. a ukrainian jet a ukrainian jet was unintentionally shot down in iran killing 176 passengers i remember that i don't remember that um that was like big news in 2020 that was like the biggest news of 2020 yeah, I'm morbidly obsessed with plane crashes, so. Um, the Pentagon released videos of possible UFOs. Oh. So these videos have been circulating among alien enthusiasts fam for, like, years. But now they're officially released by the government. And the Defense Department gave the following reason for finally fucking releasing it. Thank you. So they said to dispel any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage has been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos. <gasps> like, that's a shady-ass statement. Um, and then my last fact about 2020 that I could <laughs> find um, was that in – like earlier this year, there were reports of very large drones flying in formation at yeah. night in the skies above Nebraska and Colorado. I remember that in Castle Rock. These drones were were reported to have six foot wingspans, and nobody knows where they came from. Like they were flying in like tight ass formation around the skies and the government like could not confirm or deny no one said anything about it was just just so we're just here we're just wondering um but yeah so that's really the only interesting things i could find about um 2020 like i don't think that much else happened that year what a boring year i know i think it was pretty like low-key yeah that seems pretty calm yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that you described it perfectly. That's I think how so my too. 2020 is gone. I feel like I should put in a like footnote here. Mm. I know a bunch of fucked up shit happened in 2020. We're all I'm not the trying pain. to be this is a like insensitive, joke. but I'm that was a joke. Like I was trying to find the weirdest most obscure things that happened cuz I no, you all know the big shit that happened. We all But know. I feel like I need to fucking say that. Because someone's going to be like, oh, didn't you know? Blah, blah, blah. I, mean, if I, I fucking know. <laughs> we all fucking know. Okay? 2020 has a million things to talk about. And we could talk about it for a whole podcast. Right. And we won't do that. And we are not. Yeah. No. You talked about the director. You talked about 2020. And now I'm scared. I have to get into the synopsis of this movie. Yeah. The Dark and the Wicked. So, I did want to know at the top that... This has a, it's only been out for a few weeks. Like, I think mm-hmm. three weeks. November 6th, so. Maybe yep. even, I can't do math in weeks, Um, but it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I am going to get into this movie, but I cannot stress enough how, if you like scary movies or if you remotely like scary movies, but you listen to us to get the download, you need to stop this podcast right now just pause it come back later and we can talk about it together but i don't want to be the person to tell you all of the plot like it's just it's not yeah. gonna do it justice it's going to be a freaking piss port like pretty much if you really 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 are hate scary movies and you listen to this podcast for some reason cameron <laughs> then listen we'll tell you the synopsis but if you're remotely interested go watch it it's one of the more solid scary movies we've seen in a while yeah go watch it and then come back to the pod please and finish it but but like it's important that you watch this movie it's so it's good i'll tell you the plot and i'll tell you the synopsis um but it's not ever gonna do it justice ever it's it a won't. great movie. Yeah. Our voices, yes, they're gorgeous, but <laughs> it will never be the same. I'm just laying back. Yeah, she's going to sit back like, and relax and enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I highly recommend watching this movie. Um, not to give away our ending, but it's it's definitely something different yeah. that I have not seen in, in a while. Yeah. So, um, I guess I'll dig right in. I'm so scared. Okay. So, the scene sets in a old remote, like, gold far- go farm. Uh, the scene sets. <laughs> strong start. Strong start. The movie starts. <laughs> yeah, the movie starts. The film The film begins. The film opens. <laughs> I'll set the scene. Is that better? There you go. There you go. Okay. I'll set the scene. Okay. It's an old remote farm with, like, a bunch of land. Crusty as fuck. Crusty, dilapidated as fuck. It's a goat farm. Um, and you find out, like, you find that the inhabitants are a old seamstress that is taking care of her dying husband. They go through this timeline by days. So we're starting on Monday. Um, the kids come home, who you find out are Louise and Michael, They come home to be with their dad because he's clearly dying. And the mom is super upset. She's continuously saying, like, I told you not to come here. You don't need to be here, etc. So 
you kind of like meet their farmhand or ranch hand, <laughs> Charlie, who's working on the car. Um, he's a real pal. He really is. He's very sweet. He's like very dedicated to the family and the mom and dad. And he's an old man too. He looks like Santa. So we're going to switch to dinner. <laughs> it's like super awkward. Like no one's talking. The mm-hmm. mom is like vis- like visibly upset. And um, eventually she freaks out and like tells them to go home. She's like you're so stupid blah blah blah. go home and leaves the dinner later on the kids are on the porch of the house and they're talking about like their mom's behavior and they're like what was that about i don't understand why she's so upset and michael the son says that she's just dealing with it in her own way and then um you find out like that michael who is the son of the mom and Luis's brother. That probably is confusing, but we'll just call him Michael. I wish you wouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> the son of the mom and the brother of the daughter. <laughs> but he has a wife and kids at home. So he's left the wife and kids that he's super passionate about and like came here to be with his mom and his their dying dad. Right, and then right. Luis, who is the daughter of the mom and the, son, the sister and of the, the brother. the sister of the brother. <laughs> she is unemployed at the time so um at one point in the night louise is alone in the kitchen when the like you see her latch the door closed when they come back in but she's alone in the kitchen and you hear the door like creak open and she looks it's like pretty wide open it's not like just a little crack it's pretty wide open and she walks past her parents' room, and you see a dark figure. Um, she looks outside a little bit, closes the door, locks it again. And then when she goes back, the, the figure is still there, but it's her mom. And she's like, what was that? And she's like, oh, it was just the wind. So Michael, later in the night, Michael is, like, working on paperwork at the kitchen table. And the mom is chopping some carrots, and she's singing. But then she repeats again, like, you guys should go. Like, it's not what you think. And Michael's like, okay, I'm going to bed, blah, blah, blah. I'm really making this brief because this is not, like, exactly what's happening. So go watch it. But um, the mom continues cutting the carrots in the kitchen. um, And she hears, like, a chair slide up, which has happened before to her. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, slides up and faces her. And she, like, pauses. And then she, like, continues cutting the carrots, like, but more intensely where it's like chop, 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 chop. Yeah. And then in like in the blink of an eye, she cuts her like four fingers, like not her thumb, but it's the rest like, of the fingers. It's like the first two, but she starts like, well, you say it. Well, she chops them. And then she begins like, I to would say mince them. <laughs> like she choppy, chop, chop, chop. She's like, like, that's the exact it's so gross yeah and that's she's like seen... screaming yeah like, right can we talk about that that scene I'm just, i like, thought it wondering was wondering be... what recipe she was trying to cook <laughs> chicken noodle soup chicken finger soup Ch- chicken fingers <laughs> chicken and fingers <laughs> chicken and fingers <laughs> she took it too literally <sighs> It's so gross. It hurt my fingers. Like, I was like... I know. Ooh. It hurt my fingers, too. Really bad. I did not like it. Um, But, yeah, the mincing... Because, like, one chop, I'm like, okay, that's okay. One chop, I'm like, fuck! 
Yeah. But then the mincing. She just goes at it she really like, hard with Almost like chef fucking boyardee bitch ass. Like chops that bitch up. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Anyways, we're moving on to Tuesday. So in the morning, the first scene is like blood all over the sink, all over the floor. Like on account of the mincing. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell she's like left the house and her hand is all bloody and disgusting. So, the kids are frantically looking for her. They're screaming all over the farm, and they are, they're upset, obviously. Mm -hmm. I would be upset, too, because they saw a finger in the fucking sink, okay? And, like, blood everywhere. Everywhere. The minced up fingers. So, you kind of do, like, a zoom out, and you see the mom in the goat house, but she's hanging. Mm -hmm. She's been hung. Yeah. So, Louise finds her. And she goes up and she's like, Michael, Michael, screaming for Michael's help. And they both, like, in teamwork, bring her down. Like, he holds the mom up and she pulls down, like, a little tub, like, puts it upside down, like, gets on top of it and cuts the string. And they put her down and she's like, don't drop her, don't drop her, blah, blah, blah. They bring her down. And this is where the next day starts, Wednesday. So, uh, the kids are visibly sad and... Like, Charlie, the ranch hand, he's doing his work, as he always does. and But he's crying, which is so sad. Mm-hmm. And the nurse arrives, the nurse that takes care of their dad. She arrives, and she's like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And she's like, I just didn't feel like this was my place to say it, but your mom, she was saying things, like, when she thought I wasn't listening, and I did not like it. And they're like, what was she saying? And she's like, she would sit down. And whisper, but not to him, like there was someone else there. Um, they, like, basically, like, consider taking the dad to the hospital. And they're like, no, we can't take him to the hospital. Like, this is what they wanted. And Louise goes into her mom's, like, kind of craft, like, seamstress room. Because mm-hmm. she's a seamstress. And she finds, like, a little wedding dress that her my- mom made for her and, like, put a tag on. So, I kind of feel like her mom saw this coming. you see how hard I rolled my eyes? You hated the dress. I hated it. <laughs> I did too. I, did I hated like the it. implication. I know. I'm like, sorry, ma'am. Right. It's like she's not even like dating. Right. <laughs> she's like, oh, my dying, my dying wish is you find a man. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so there's, after this, there's like a compilation of the kids and Charlie working on the farm. And then later in the night, Louise, she's showering and she hears like the door creak open someone walks in the door closes and like walks up and she's like all i need is like three minutes what are you doing in here she like rips open the curtains because i think she thinks it's michael obviously the only up and going person in the fucking house right and it's her dad who has not woken up yeah he's bedridden he has blue ass eyes like piercing eyes and he is peeing himself yes yeah and then she like crouches down into a corner and she's like freaking out naturally i would be doing the same and Mm -hmm. he's like shaking his head like crazy like you know like those like you said last week like stop motion like yeah yeah like almost like fast motion like shaky shaky (laughs) that was so stupid okay so Louise, like, she starts screaming for her brother, Michael. And she's like, Dad's in here. What do I do? He comes in. Nothing. No one's there. No one's there. He's like, 
Fucking crazy. Yeah, he's like, okay. And, okay. (laughs) He's like, ew, okay, bye. (laughs) Ew, I'll stay. (laughs) That's a callback from last week. (laughs) Ew, I'll stay. But, so after that, like, she sees her dad. He's in bed. He's not moved. And she feels, like, so stupid. She doesn't want to talk about it. When Michael is tucking their dad in, he finds their mom's diary that is, like, hidden. He kicks it and just exposes her so he goes out there to talk to louise and she's like i just don't want to talk about it he's like i found mom's diary and she's like well did you read it and he's like i read the last page and the last page reads this i know he's there in the darkness help me help me please he's killing david he can't breathe anymore there's nothing i can do to stop it devil 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 he wants David's soul. Ew. Ew. So what do you do? You leave. I just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up. <laughs> After that conversation, we're going to switch to Thursday, the next day. So um, Michael mentions that he's like, how did she get up there? Because you had to pull the tub over there to get up to her height. Mm-hmm. And there was no... Bucket, there was no mop, there was no wet ass pussy. <laughs> there, was, there was no tub. There was there's no way she was a right. few feet in the air. <laughs> um so they're super confused mm-hmm. by this. And there uh Louise is like reading the diary out loud and she's like, This is the diary diary entry. The voices in my head his voice. He makes me want to die. I locked the door, but he came inside the room. I want David to wake up. I grab his hand. I squeeze it. Hold on. Wake up. That sound. So many mouths. He climbs on the bed. He hurts David. I can hear him. I see him. He laughs at me. He kills me. I'm already dead. I'm dead. Ew. So I'm like, like weird text on any <laughs> given Tuesday. <laughs> And you do be sad. I do be sad. I do be sad. <laughs> I see him. I give up. I'm he gets, dead. He gets up on the bed. It's Colton. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? He is Colton. He is Colton. <laughs> so they go and like, I said ID their mom, but they obviously know it's their mom. But right. they go and like see her at the morgue. Right. Obviously she's dead. Um, but <laughs> Mortician hands them a bag of like crosses that he says they give out at Sunday school and he found them in her pocket. Right. But they were like, that's not possible. Like she does not believe in God. Right. And so in the evening, uh, Luis is taking care of the dad. She's like putting creepy. He, she puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And he like starts coughing. And then out comes a spider. He, like, crawls out of his mouth, across his, like, chin, chest area. And she's, like, freaking out, like, moving the blankets, trying to get it. And Michael comes in and is, like, is everything okay? And she's, like, oh. And she looks down. There's no spider. And he's, like, she's, like, oh, I thought it was a spider. Like, I – and he's, like, did you get it? And she's, like, yeah, I I got it. So – Later on, Michael was like, I'm going to sleep. And Louise is at the kitchen sink. And she sees like a little bit of blood under the drain stopper. 
And am I the only person that thought there was going to be a piece of a finger in that? I thought there might be, but, like, we know where the blood came from. So gross. I was like, there's going to be a freaking finger. No, finger. I would die. Um, But she ends up just, like, cleaning it up. It's like nothing. But I did think that was a point of, like, Mm -hmm. stressful (laughs) moments. Um, So... Michael, you go to Michael, he's asleep, the room is dark, and then the light in Michael's room turns on, and there's no one there, and he's, like, looking around, which I think is, like, the opposite of what a demon would do. Like, you think they would turn the lights off, because they come in darkness. Right, right. So, I'm like, thank you for doing me a justice here, like, a due diligence, like, you really let me to see To be fair, that did scare me a little bit, because in my room at night, it's because... Right now, I live, like, in, like, condo, so they're in a structure connected to others, and the, like, the light switch and fan switch is connected to the other unit, so oh. sometimes I'll be sleeping at night, and the lights will just come on, and it really Ew. grosses me out, and it really that scares happens? me. Yes. What do you do? I'll just, like, wake up in the middle of the light, of the, and it's bright light. I just turn the light off, but then I feel like I'm fighting with the people in the next unit. I turn it off. They turn it on. I turn it off. They, they, theirs keeps and like, going on. And yours yeah, keeps but going like, off. there'll be times where I'm like, Matt broke like his fan in his room, the light bulb on it. So if you turn the fan on, it makes a really scary noise. Ew. And there'll be times like at night, all of a sudden his fan will turn on out of nowhere <gasps> and it'll make like the like really creepy ass noise. So that part really scared me. It scared me. Ew. Yeah. That's relatable. Yeah, so he goes up, like turns off the light, mm-hmm. and goes back to bed. He like touches Which I do in. be doing. Yeah, you don't pay attention to that, right? Am I wrong? I'm just like turn it off and go to sleep and watch some porn and go to bed. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you've never done that, so we don't know. If that is a <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. I've heard about it. I've heard. I've heard things. I've yeah. heard things. Yeah. yeah, but I would do the same thing because like my. My defense mechanism is sleep. Pretend to sleep. See, yeah, but what puts you to sleep more? The Masturbating. dark. Oh. Oh. Masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> but the darkness, like, okay, mm-hmm. like, like we said before, we've mentioned this, but like a demon is like a child. They just want to be seen. They want the they attention. They want the attention. Yeah. So you neglect them of that and right. they have no power. Right. Okay. So he goes back to bed and he, the light turns back on and he's like, okay, what is happening? There's obviously no one here. No one awake in the house. Like he goes and turns back off the light and he goes to the windows and he looks through the windows and like the second window, he sees his mom there and she's like weirdly smiling like, like so demonic way too happy i've never seen that woman that happy in my life yeah. and she starts like floating up like she's hanging kind of like uh-huh. I, I felt like it was kind of by her neck that was yeah. just my assumption but he freaks out and he goes to turn the light back on and then you see her when the light turns on she's right behind him right and then he turns and she's gone and it, i was like okay anyways we're going to friday Louise wakes up and she goes to the bathroom and she like puts her hair up, whatever, looks in the mirror and there's like, it looks like someone smeared something onto her face, like with a a hand, like there was something on their hand and like grabbed her face almost and she freaks out, like 
rubbing it off, like, runs into the, the room yeah. where her dad is sleeping, rips the covers off, and sees, like, in between his legs, there's a lipstick. Like, a lip... A lip... Stick. Yeah. Lipstick. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she freaks out because, like, the phone rings right away. Like, she's already scared. Mm-hmm. And then the phone, like, abruptly rings. And no one's there. It's, like, an automated voice thing. And then she's like, okay, hangs it up. And right when she hangs it up, it rings again. And she picks it up. And she's like, hello. And it's the mom's voice. And she said, told you all not to come. And she, like, freaks the fuck Ew. out reasonably yeah, so as he should yeah so michael said before i didn't mention this but he was going to get groceries and he comes back from the store and there's like an old priest that is standing like at the mailbox almost mm-hmm. and he like pulls over and rolls down the window and he's like what do you what, what's up what do you need and he's like hey michael like knows his name and he's like i wanted to to talk to you and gives him like one of the crosses that were found in the mom's uh, pockets. So we go into the house and the priest reads out of the diary and it was, I won't know if it's them, but I hear their voices. They call, but what if it's a lie? He won't stop. They will die. We're all dead already. Spiders on my face like tears. Oh, that would be such a banger emo song. <laughs> spiders on my face like tears. The priest is, like, very defensive. Like, I was here for her. I, like, talked to them like they were alone because you guys weren't here and blah, blah, blah. And the kids basically make it out like she didn't believe in God or the devil. And now she thinks the devil's in the house. Like, what did you say to make her believe this stuff? And he's like, do you think this is... This is the quote of the entire movie that I am going to get tattooed on me. If you want to join me, Emily, please do. We'll add it to weird hex, but okay. Yeah. It's just like right bu- right below it. <laughs> but he A says... A point below it. <laughs> <laughs> An indentation. Uh, he says, do you think a wolf cares if you believe he's a wolf? Mm. Not if he finds you in the alone in the woods. Oh, I love this. I'm like... I'll get into why I love the movie so much, yeah. but that's a big part of it. Yeah. So, like I said, the the kids believe that he put this information into her head, and he was like, you were giving her their, or your truth. They say it to him, like, you said your truth. It's not the truth. And I'm finger waggling. <laughs> yeah. So and Gen Z of you. I know. Michael, like, goes to kick him out, and he says... You think your mom is crazy because she saw a wolf, saw him coming? He's not out there. He's already here. Mm -hmm. That's when I would leave. If everything else did not give me a point of contention, this is the point. A priest telling me that the devil is here. Bye. Gotta go. Yeah. So uh, Michael is upset and he's on the phone with Becky. Um, And Luis is like out there checking on the goats and flipping through the diary um in the diary it says he is watching he waits he is everywhere and then the jingle jingles okay so i have to explain the jingle jingles there is a almost piece of like thread with like a bunch of like pieces of glass a horseshoe like things that make loud clanking noises tied to if any like little critters try to get into the goats yeah at night they'll 
they'll jingle jangle. Yeah. And I'll I picture like I'm sure they're warding off like a wolf, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing. So or it's like coyotes or foxes or something. Or the devil. Or Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so the jingle jangles pop off and there is <laughs> Suddenly, and release a straight bop out on our asses. <laughs> um, so she's like looking. She's like, hello, who's there? Blah, blah, blah. And right behind her, there's like a gigantic shadow that forms. It's like way too tall. He's it's so like, tall. I'm like, okay, Satan, you're going to fucking. You're going to pull up Stand like this? behind me and be like that tall, like cast like, that kind of shadow. Like you're six, four at least oh man okay so michael tells louise later on about how he saw their mom in the field like hanging there whatever like they kind of talk have a conversation go to bed at night they're both awakened to like a scraping noise outside like outside the front door and louise says that there's something out there so she goes to look out the window and it's the priest from earlier oh cute and the, it's 3 a.m., I have to note, because we've noted this before in the last movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Clark. Clark. And <laughs> the priest is like, he has a southern drawl, like, come outside. And I will say, not a pilf. He's the the definition of the opposite of a pilf. <laughs> However, I do like his accent. <laughs> I do like that, Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be outside your house, like, come, come outside. outside. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Daddy. <laughs> In the name of the Daddy, the Son, and the <laughs> Daddy, Hot Son, and Holy Ghost. <laughs> so they shine, like, a flashlight into his, like, face, because they're like, what the fuck is he doing? And his eyes do be gone. Yeah. They they're do like be white. Gone. They're yeah. just like white orbs. Where you like, look at this. You pull your eyelids really up it. and then you look down. Ew, ew, she's doing... <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. You just did it. I didn't like that. Yeah, no. I've, I learned that as a kid. I loved it. <laughs> and he says, you want some rope? And the phone rings. <laughs> I'm like, in what context? <laughs> like, kind of. Um, <laughs> the phone rings and it's ringing again. Michael goes outside. <laughs> phone rings and then it rings (laughs) and michael's like do not answer the phone yeah so she goes up to it picks it up hangs it up and then it plugs plugs it yeah yeah and we're gonna flip scenes really fast because it's actually charlie the ranch hand Mm -hmm. he's trying to call them and dope ass mustache yeah that's such a daddy i was in love with that man his door of his little, I think it's like a, tra- it's like like a, a trailer. trailer. Yeah. It opens and he gets his gun and he goes out to like the main room and there's a woman there who you find out is actually uh, Louise. And she looks better than ever, honestly. Yeah, honestly, she do be looking kind of hot. You do look hot. But she's like in like a white nightgown and like slices, slices everywhere. All over her. And she keeps like doing this gross, like fast, like painful slice like if you could see me like i'm like in and down like really fast slashing yeah Yeah. slashing all over yeah and he like falls to his knees basically and he hears like screaming in his head you can tell and she was like 
you did this to me. And then he turns the gun, the shotgun on himself and shoots him in the mouth. In the mouth. Saturday, um, they mentioned that Charlie has not answered his phone and they want to take the dad to a hospital and that they, like, Michael's like, I'll bring the doctor out today and we'll see what their opinion is and, like, see if we can get him admitted. But they, like, do their farm chores. They let the goats out. And then Louise calls uh, Father Thorne, who is the priest that they saw at the house yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not know her at all. Right. He's kind of freaked out. And he, she's like, yeah, you were here in, in Texas. <laughs> How did you get my number? Yeah, he's, like, super freaked out. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, yeah, you, you were here in Texas. And he's like, I've never been to Texas. And I'm in Chicago. Yeah. Super cre- creepy. But he's like, how did you know all that? Like, my daughter is Louise. My daughter's name which is, is Louise. And she killed herself a long time ago, which super It's like weird. the devil just picked the phone number of a priest whose daughter killed herself named Louise. Right. Right? Right. Exactly. He just was like, how much can I fuck with you? Yeah. 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 So anyways, later on, um, the doctor comes and he's like checking out the dad. And he says that he's like basically worsened and he can't take him to a hospital because he would not make it to the highway. The kids are like, can we get him out of here? And the doctor's like, no, he'll die. He'll die. Yeah. And they're like, I don't care. It's our choice. Like, we can take him. And he's mm-hmm. like, I cannot let you, ta- like, kill him mm-hmm. right now. And so later on, the Doctor nurse. Doctor leaves. Doctor leaves. The nurse mentions to Michael that, because um, Michael is talking about, like, your job must be so hard. Like, seeing people you're die in, like, their weakest people. states. Yep. And she's like, you know, um, there's usually a lot of love in the house and like sometimes people people die alone. It's like the worst thing ever, but I'm there mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But she was like, you know, I know something's happening. Like I see fear in your eyes and I feel it in the house. And I think that there are wicked things in this world that come for what they want. Mm-hmm. And then she mentions that there's a lot of love here and a soul needs love to keep it safe. So... Uh, later in the day, one goat comes home with one leg, or with one leg gone. Like, mm-hmm. one leg, so he has, he's a tripod. Yeah. Poor little baby. Um, they Poor find baby. the, basically the entire herd of goats have been slaughtered. Yeah. Like, Michael and just, Louise go out to the fields where they graze, mm-hmm. and they're all dead, but, like, not eaten like a predator. It's, like, They're just slaughtered. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're, like wolves would not do this like right. no like you said no it's predator would do this yeah and so they set like a big bonfire and they burn him and how does michael yeet that he do be so yeeting them goats into the bonfire which is crazy it's crazy we looked up like the average <laughs> size of a goat <laughs> the weight of a like adult I feel like they're like goat. 130 to 200 is yeah like for average an goat average size. goat <laughs> I could never do that. Like, he yeeted no. that bitch so fucking hard. I know. Well, they built a bonfire, and it actually is, like, a really fucking cool scene in the movie because you see, like, the bones burning and shit. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> I just he's hate... He's so strong. He's just... strong physically, but he's not strong emotionally. And that do be true. I 
and you're you're about to see. You're about to see. Unless you've seen the movie, you know what we're about to say, which hopefully you, you all have. Yes. Um. So Michael says he's gonna go take care because there's a a few goats left, but they're like little babies and the mom mm-hmm. that like don't go graze. So he's gonna go take care of them, and oh. he's like, you can't leave dad because what the nurse said really stuck with me, like. He needs to be surrounded by love. Yeah. And he can't die alone. So, talking about the dad, obviously. <clears throat> so, um, Michael goes out into the goat house and Aww. he's taking care of this cute-ass little baby goat. The baby oh my goats God. are so They're cute. so cute. They're, like, upsettingly cute. I, like, I'm upset. That's, like, my I'm favorite obsessed. animal is a goat. They're, They're so adorable. faces? I know. They're Aww. just, like, so little, like, plain face, like, meh. Um... I do too. So the jingle jangles go off and he like takes out his pocket knife and then like there's something like a big loud noise in the barn that like scares him, makes him like do like a one, mm-hmm. like a 360 around like what the right. fuck is happening. And he's clearly scared, but you hear the mom singing the same song as before. The, Hit me, baby. A five, six, seven, eight. She goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Oh, man. So the mom appears naked walking toward him, like, Mm -hmm. past the jingle jangles. She walks through them. She fucking rips down the jingle jangles with that strong-ass pussy. Strong-ass pussy. We've got some sap up in here. Yeah, strong-ass pussy. (laughs) So... He like she like wa- like literally walks straight up to his face like almost nose to nose yeah and then he like closes and she's his eyes naked and she's like all veiny like she looks dead as she looks like she did on the mortician table yeah she yeah. dead as fuck and yeah. she is naked baby and she naked baby which is debatably the worst part <laughs> it is I'm like why are they always naked I'm They're scared always naked. <laughs> um. He walks forward a little bit because he's like, what the fuck just happened? And she's behind him and she goes, come to me. Was that scary? I've never jumped so hard in my life. Mm -hmm. That really fucked me up. That part was so scary. Was was and was not expecting it. Like, Mm -hmm. mm, very unique. Yeah. And so you see him like. There's, like, an internal struggle here, and he's, like, trying to, like, he has his pocket knife up to his neck. Like, he's, like, ready to cut his throat, but, like, he's, he's like. He's resisting. Yeah, resisting it, and he, like. Like, someone's trying to force him to do it. Right. And he, like, shoves it on the ground, and he's, like, freaking out. Um, And then he, like, bursts inside, like, goes straight to his room, and, like, you can tell Louise is, like, kind of relieved because she's, like, obviously scared something's happening, and, like. I, I feel like I, I get the vibe that they're not close. Like, right. They're not close with each right. other. Because she said, like, he asks earlier in the movie, like, when did you last talk to the girls, his daughters? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I don't know, like, right. graduation or something. Some, like, it's weird. Um, You can tell, like, he sits in his room and he's, like, kind of contemplating, like, what just happened. He's looking at his pocket knife and he's like, what do I do here? Like... It's, it, he's having, like, an internal struggle. And so, um, it's nighttime. They're all asleep. Uh, and you focus on Luis and the dad. They're in bed together. Weird. 
weird. But she says she'd stay there because, like, the love and, like, making sure he's okay. And, like, not dying alone. Um, The door kind of creaks open and you hear, like, walking inside of the house. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm flipping my page. Like a dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear, like, some, some breaths. Like, not a human breath. It's not like totally it's like guttural animalistic breaths it's, it's like scary <sighs> i think i just a... killed it did you hear that that was really like this <sighs> oh my okay. fuck are you satan because i, I will make out with you right now <laughs> thank um, you but you also see like a shadow of like i think you guys probably well if you follow us on instagram you've seen our demon hand gloves mm-hmm. that we were wearing over mm-hmm. halloween but you see a shadow of it come up on the dad and then yeah. you hear that like Something's coming. And Luis's face the other way on the bed just laying there. Yeah. And it's like, you, you can hear it get near to the bed. It's like like touching the bed. You can hear it like, kind of like rattling the bed, but it's not on the bed. It but calls then it do on, be on the, the bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the, trust me, you guys, don't worry. It's not on the bed. But now then, it's on the bed. It's and the breaths start to get louder like they are so and they're like animalistic like guttural like i want to say like almost a horse breath but yeah not even like angry horsey angry horsey Mm. bread (laughs) stomp stomp (laughs) (laughs) there is a growl at one point yeah um and she like She's freaking out. She's, she's shaking. Like, she's like petrified. Also like, yeah, petrified. And so she like can't move. Like that's how I am. Like, like we've said before, there's fight, flight, or freeze. And she's a freeze. <laughs> she's a freezer. Yeah. <laughs> so she finally gains like the confidence and strength and courage. And she looks like whips around really fast to look at what's going on. And the dad is gone. No one is there. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? fuck is happening and you hear something like like kind of like that oh that's good i've like practiced this <laughs> <laughs> and she like looks up and the dad is like stuck on the ceiling elmer's glued to the ceiling <laughs> his back fucking tied to the ceiling reaching down though yes he's like reaching for her and he's awake like yeah. this is the first time you're like because really normally he be anymore? snoozing <laughs> This whole time he's been napping. That's okay. my dream acting role. Me too. I'm like, you want me to fucking nap? Like, like, you, I just want to tuck me in, baby. <laughs> like, I will. Um, he's like gasping and there's a loud voice that goes, run away. And she like wakes up from sleep. And then it's morning. It's morning. It's like a mm-hmm. bad dream. And her dad is still there, whatever. So we're on Sunday now. Mm-hmm. And she, Lord's it's like day. the Lord's mm-hmm. day it's like the same it's like a continuous scene but it is sunday and so she looks over at her dad and her dad has like scratches on his like chest like neck area and she goes to look for michael and he's pretty much nowhere and there is a knock on the door this you come to find out this is charlie's granddaughter charlie who shot himself in the face with a freaking shotgun and she's like i uh, my mom just wanted you guys to know like he's dead he shot himself. Oh, a little and, bearer of good news here. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, I'm so sorry about your mom. And her dad, like, kind of starts coughing. And she's like, do you want to come in? Like, come on in. And he, she, like, stops at the doorway. And she goes, 
Oh, but first, I just want, I want to ask, like, do you smell him? And she, like, smiles, like Ew. a creepy, demonic smirk. And she goes, he's close now. He's rotting. This part scared the, f I did not expect this. We'll get into it, of course. But she's, like, smiling. And she, like, runs to check on her dad. And then he's fine. She runs back to the door and she's gone. And she, like, kind of, like, steps closer to the door and like looks for her and she's in the house right on her side kind of behind girl. her yeah yeah and yeah the little girl and she goes all alone all alone and then it's like all alone like a really her voice yeah so distorted mm -hmm. yeah and then she falls down and the little girl is right beside her with black eyes and she goes little girl yeah and then she's gone yeah. So she keeps calling Michael over and over, and the nurse arrives. She's like, oh, I'm sorry I'm late. Like, I told Michael I'd be here, blah, blah, blah. And Michael, you see there's, like, a cut scene. He's driving home. Yeah. He to his family. yeeted the fuck out of yes, there. Yes, <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. He gets, or she gets a hold of him, and he's like, I've been driving all night. I'm going home. And so the nurse is listening to. Which, fuck him. Fuck him. So mean. Like, just tell me you're going to leave. Him. Yeah. Because I probably would have left too. My dad's uh -huh. been napping this whole fucking time. Yeah. And he has a nurse that comes daily. So I'm right. like, you know, me. Right. Fine. Um, so the nurse is like listening to Louise as she's talking to Michael and she's sobbing. And she's like, the nurse is like knitting and she's like, oh shit. That, Which. That's awkward. We love to see, we love to see a knitting scene. Yeah. yeah. But then she gets like a weird look happy smirk. face yeah kind of like a trance like thing on her face mm -hmm. and she holds her knitting needles weird and we can both attest to this like you don't take your work off your knitting needles so the most disturbing thing about the scene <laughs> is that she took the work off her needles <laughs> and they were ready for action but not the kind of knit knit pearl pearl action mm -hmm. i'm trying to see mm -hmm. and she holds them like <laughs> not ready. the fucking garter stitch action i'm trying to see not the fucking cable front knit. to back <laughs> action i'm trying to see <laughs> No. That's a little knitting humor for all my knitters out there. All the knitters. We're going into it. She is holding her her knitting needles kind of like you're ready for dinner and you're starving. Michael on the phone with Louise, she's like, or he says, it won't wait much longer. Save yourself and hangs up. And then you hear a scream from the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> so louise runs into the room the nurse has stabbed herself where do you think where do you think answer right now out loud in your car at work my initial thoughts eyes oh you think eyes straight into the cheek yeah don't know why and then she's like mumbling these things like why don't you hear him listen and then she stabs herself in the stomach mm -hmm. and then she goes she's after bloodies as fuck. Like she's stabbed all over. Oh, she's she's bloody she's crazy. She's bloody bloody. She goes after Louise, slams her head into the wall like fourteen times. Okay, three or four, and she's out. That bitch out. Okay, and she pulls her like by her feet into the living room, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Jesus, I see you. Jesus, I feel you." Blah blah. blah. Like being super religious. Ugh, yawn. 
I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah. And then she finally grabs a knitting needle and stabs it into one eye. Mm-hmm. One. Yep. And then into the <sighs> next eye. So it yeah. makes it more grueling than you ever want to see. Honestly, at my, you just, you know, when you, okay, can I just relate this to something? Mm-hmm. When you get your ears pierced as a kid and like sometimes there's two piercers there so like, they can pierce them at the same time. So you just have you. to do like one pain. Yeah. No, this one was shot. not that. Or you can do, like when there's one piercer there, you have to do one at a time and it sucks because you know the pain of the first uh-huh. one this is what this reminded me of i'm like uh-huh do it at, at the, the same, same time you have two you knitting have two needles. needles that's so true yeah so she stabs one and then the next one and then you hear kind of in the background like a whispery creepy voice that says you don't need your eyes to see oh and then she's like looking like she's blinking crazy because her eyelids are not stabbed her eyes are fucked but Ew, she, she so can't gross. see it's and she's so... like looking like trying to see and she obviously can't and then she just topples over and dies um finally so we're gonna switch a scene yeah Ugh, straight up now we really want to fuck things up the yeah this is <laughs> okay here we go michael gets home mm-hmm. to his house which great seeking refuge with his beautiful wife and, and his two family. daughters yes there's music playing in the house on a record player. He's like, hey, Becky, girls, where are you? What are you doing? Oh. Nothing. Um, he's kind of searching all over the house for them. He calls Becky's phone. Becky's phone rings in the dining room or the kitchen area. Um, so he walks really painfully slow into the kitchen area, the living room, and his kids have their throats slit. And they're dead on the table. Yeah. And then you look down and his wife is dead on the floor with her throat slit. Holding a knife. Holding a knife. And so he freaks out, obviously. I mean, who wouldn't? And then he sits down, slits his throat with his pocket knife, the fucking infamous pocket knife. And when he looks up afterwards, they're all gone. No one is dead. No one's No one's at the table. No one has slit their throats. He's just the only one with his throat slit here. And he's and dying. You can see him realize it. And he's like trying to, holding he his He grabs throat. his throat trying to save himself. You don't save yourself from here. Really, no. you don't. And so. And then he, like door open. The Sorry. garage door opens. Sorry. They have like donuts. And they walk in. And Becky, the wife, walks up, sees him and screams bloody murder like they have to walk into this yeah because yeah fuck. I'm so sorry. the devil played like a so trick long. that made him think like his whole family like was murder suicide um so we're gonna switch back michael's dead sorry guys so she wakes up to the phone ringing she like kind of says out loud she's like to her dad like i have to go i'm sorry topples down the stairs Goes back in and she's like, I'm going to stick it out, be with my dying dad. And she's like hearing Michael screaming her name in the distance, like in the field. And she's like, what, what? And then you hear the mom singing and then her dad dies. But there is a creepy little blue eyed demon baby that gets her. Mm -hmm. And that's the fucking movie. And seeing. Okay, thoughts. Okay. 
I'll just jump into it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first thing I want to talk about is the scare tempo. Mm-hmm. So this is a flick in which we get a solid scare early and then it kind of quiets down for a while. Yeah. But then it'll pop back up and it goes heavy into jump scares and disturbing scenes and like ratcheting up the tension and gore and it's almost totally relentless until the very final scene of the movie and then it's it's over. Credits. Right. Yeah. So, I think this is a little bit polarizing. Like, do you like that or no in a horror movie? I actually loved it because this was so different from anything I've ever seen. And right. I just want to say, like, that for me... <laughs> I can't stop saying like, that. Like, for me? <laughs> <laughs> but I... Usually, like, it's, like, a jump scare and it's relief after. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, a jump scare and they kept building and building. It was, like, a jump scare and then a big scare and then a demonic scare. Like, it just kept And then, like, on something the really fucked up and then, And then yeah. a flip scene. And then it was, like, okay, you're done with that. And then it's something different. But yeah. they kept building and building and building on the scare. So it's, like, oh, my God, I'm scared of this. Oh, shit, I'm fucking scared. Oh, oh, oh. Like, it I was could not get relief. Totally. Where you thought you typically would. So... This worked really well for me because I'm used to the typical algorithm of a scary movie. Right. I wish I could have seen it in theaters. I think this is would have like it ruined my life, but I think it would have fucked you up. Well, exactly. Fucked me up in theaters at home, but like in theaters, it would have been a totally different story. Yeah. Um. So sorry but i think it would have been like extra torturous like i mm -hmm. really would have had my life ruined um but i like this tempo for a movie because mm -hmm. i'm like give me a jump scare early to hook me and then you can draw it out and i'm going to trust you after you've scared me really hard early yeah like with the mom with and the fingers. Yeah, exactly. High hopes there. Exactly. So I'm like, you've hooked me and I will stick with you. And you can do these like really drawn out, like torturous, long psychological scenes and I'll hang out with you. And then it gets like high scare, high scare, high scare, harsh, harsh, harsh. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a movie that I had like a like physical reaction to. Like I. Um, it was like, I kept texting, I texted you and I told Matt, I'm like, this is like an ab workout. Scare. It is. Like, the scares are harsh. Mm -hmm. Like it made me jump hard where I'm like, <laughs> like muscle <laughs> contraction scare. I was the same way. Like I watched it with Colton, obviously, cause I couldn't, I can't. Okay. So spoiler alert, obviously you've seen mm -hmm. it before, but we should have said this before, but I can't, I could not have watched this alone. Yeah. Like, but that's just me. Some people would be fine. Not blink right. an eye. But right. this movie, I was like jumping off of the couch, like s screeching. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? I kept looking at Colton every two seconds and being like, this is so fucked. There were so many things where I was like, there's no relief until you see the credits. Yeah. That's like, so true. Because the scares got really intense at the end and whether they were like psychological or a jump scare or a gore scare or whatever. But mm -hmm. it was like they were rolling on top of each other really fast where it was just like 
I was really, 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 like, pushed into the back of the couch Mm -hmm. until it was over. Right. And, like, I'll say, like, uh, this might be jumping the gun, but, like, we talked about, like, the last, I think was the last episode, like, the everlasting scare. You know, we talked about, like, wanting an everlasting scare or, like, something that's going to fuck you up. Like, this is what this was for us. Yeah. This fucked me. Right. Um, Okay. Love that. Thank you. Another thing I want to talk about, the gore factor. Because mm-hmm. I would rate this, like, perfect gore. I would, too. Um, so, it's not... And I always complain about, like, gore for the sake of gore. Like, to be gratuitous, mm-hmm. to be like, and now we're pulling people's fingernails off. <laughs> and, like, shit like that. It's not like that because if you think about it, there's only... Two pretty good ones, yeah. Two heavily gory scenes in the movie. Like, and you see, see everything. Exactly. Both of them are like not anything like left to the imagination. Like, it's very close up. Like, here's what's happening. And they weren't. Well, un- and Charlie's. Well, I don't know. It's right. gory. But like, they weren't unwarranted. Either like the, oh no the story they were built necessary them up. Yeah, yeah like the story like really played into them and like built them up so it wasn't like out of nowhere like this was happening totally totally and it was like it wasn't like oh, you can always tell like bloody scenes in a movie where it's like bright red <laughs> low viscosity like splatter <laughs> where it's like oh okay scary bloody whatever but this was like. The mincy fingers was... That killed me. That was so... I was not expecting that at it all. It was so gross. It was so gross. It was fucked. And it felt very real. And then... Um, but like... Okay, so it's one thing to chop your fingers off. Mm-hmm. But then to mince them when they have no feeling. Right. Right. But no, it's your fingers. Like mincing them is so fucked up it's so fucked up that was disgusting the knitting needles would probably be my other like Mm -hmm. gore scene that fucking killed it it felt real it was disgusting it did not like pan away quickly like it showed everything but yeah it's like it's disturbing it looks so real it's excruciating i think the actors crushed it they performed it so insanely beautiful. Like it just felt like I was watching a documentary, like that I shouldn't have seen. Exactly, it was a ten out of ten for me on the gore scale. <sighs> like I've talked about it before. I'm like, I don't like too much, but I want to see it. This is exactly where I wanted to hit. Me too. Like in a horror movie, it like yes, it's like, a must. A gore, like some sort of gore for me in a horror movie is almost a must. Like if it doesn't oh, happen, I'm like. To- debatably like a paranormal it, activity it, obviously you don't need okay, it yeah, but that's fair. like de- you're right depending on the circumstances and like what's going on in the movie and, like, this the- executed it perfectly i agree yeah i agree it was like perfectly detailed enough showed enough so nasty oh i know so gross and i like like not leaving it up to your imagination like they just show you like, yeah here you go yeah this fucking Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I really, 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 really liked it. I loved it. It was so gross. I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, other things like I would say liked about movie, uh, liked about movie. I liked about movie. Fuck you, Emily. Other things I liked about the movie, um, <laughs> like I like labeling the days. Yeah, that feels very ominous because I feel like if you start labeling it, it's like, okay, well it's gonna end somewhere, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's gonna end. And like, and then we went home. Right. Like, Right. It's like Monday, something fucked up happened. Tuesday, it got a little worse. Wednesday, you're not going to believe this. But then you get to like Friday, Sunday, Sunday and it's yeah. like, we all died. Like that's right. the vibe it gives. Well, I think even just putting like the first time it said Monday, I'm like, so it's not going to be good. Obviously, like you're not, oh, exactly, you're not labeling exactly, the days to exactly. be like, and they make it out day. Exactly. It's like bookending it. Yeah. Like it's like, okay, so you're telling me day one this happened, but whatever your last day is, mm-hmm. it's not going to be like, then they went home, you know? Right. It's never no. going to be like Sunday. Right. Exactly. Um, Other thing I liked is, okay, so any devil movie is going to have like an obvious religious undertone in that you need to believe in the devil for blah, blah, blah for it to happen. Um. But for a demonic movie, this is relatively not religious. Yeah. Which I love. Um, it Like they stated before, is like it doesn't matter your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say this has like we said earlier, the director of The Strangers directed this movie. And it has mm. a very Strangers vibe because this whole like bit about the strangers is because you were home yeah but the whole bit here it's like it's not like the mom hat was like this pious person and it's not like she made like a deal with the devil technical term can i say oh pious yeah, yeah that is a technical technical term. term thank you that is a good one that is a good one um but it's not like she made any deal with the devil it's not like she Believes committed this great even. sin it's right. not like she was like yeah, exactly. Like super religious or like the family has a curse or blah blah blah. It's like super random. Yeah. Like the priest says, like it doesn't the matter. Wolf just sees a I meal. Mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so Yeah, he was like, This person like whoever it is, like the devil doesn't care who you are. Right, exactly. I'm choosing you. Exactly. And they, I'm gonna get you. Exactly. I love that. I think it's like I really enjoy that as like someone who's not super religious i'm not either well yeah but it's just like the same thing like everyone's biggest fear is like yeah you're not into like maybe you are and that's fine but like it big into like i don't put myself in a lot of danger ever Mm -hmm. you know i don't right i I don't play into a lot of things that could be life-threatening or could be dangerous at all right but my biggest fear is just that like that i would be the innocent person and um, here home alone or something and someone just comes to get me or I am selected by whatever so, forces yeah. and that's that. Like, I don't have a choice. I love that because it's like strangers is a very like of this world version of that. And this is like, it does not matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Your beliefs you or anything, but the devil will come after you because you were there. Right. Like, exactly. It's the same and like thing. the thing is, it's like, this was not like a huge, like rich, fortune family with mm-hmm. like oh yeah everything in the world like it this person they lived on a goat farm okay right. and like in the middle of who fucking knows where probably yeah. 
Minnesota. It was Texas. <laughs> it was definitely right. they Texas. They did say that, but I'm like, in <laughs> my mean... mind, it was Minnesota. Um, it did seem kind of cold. <laughs> it did seem kind of cold. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, you can live in the middle of nowhere, have a farm of goats, uh, like, and you're probably not making a lot of money. You're probably, well, you could be, but it's just like, that you, you're just scares like, me. you're not the biggest fortunate like no one's possessing or like killing it's not Justin for the Bieber. Clout. right it's not for the clout it's not like which like it's, i will it's say not, i'm like why does satan not possess justin bieber that's the biggest question of all time that we have to ask i don't know we should ask our ouija board <laughs> why aren't scared. you possessing Possessing Justin Bieber. Possessing Justin Bieber. Possessing Justin Bieber. Damn, we just that clipped shit. so hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that shit does scare me a little bit. Like Anyone. But then it has to mean you believe in God. But they don't. In heaven. But the devil doesn't care what you believe. So, I don't know. Right, so like... With you this and is I, a it's bigger like, conversation. It is. It's big. Because I'm like, even if you don't believe, you don't have to believe. And you might not you don't even have to see believe. it coming. You might Totally. Even... But if they get you, then that means it's real. Right. 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 Like, the thing is, like, you don't believe in it. And then you're the most unsuspecting person. So you're almost the biggest prey. You're, like, your back is turned no, because you don't believe in no. it. And then you could be the most susceptible because you're not as well-versed. No, but then people who believe in it, I think, are equally... I think everyone... I think the biggest thing is, But then you're saying you believe in it. I have a lot of thoughts about this movie. Like, this movie, I could seriously talk about for hours, and obviously we don't have the time for it. I have no clue how long we've we've been recording for... I I mean, I could talk about this movie forever, and I will, but I, I obviously can't, but... This movie, everything that I love in a scary movie was, like, pretty much brought to light in this movie. So, Mm -hmm. clearly I was, like, very scared. I loved the way that the person who was meant to be possessed, the dad, was basically non-existent. Like, most of the possession movies that you see, or, like, demonic possession, whatever, that you see, Mm -hmm. they're the focal point. But in this movie, they were, like, he was, like, cast to the, like, oh, yeah, literally totally. not a thing. And so it was more of, like, the experiences building up to a possession. Yes. And all the possession stuff, like, surrounding the family and the people they care about. Yeah. Um, instead of his or, like, him being severely possessed or whatever. But I really liked how... In most of the circumstances, you don't see exactly what these people are seeing that are killing themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, with Charlie, you see that girl. Um, with the mom, you don't see anything. And right. then with the brother, you see, like, what he was seeing. But then with um, uh, Luis, you don't see what's happening. Like, right. it's so different. Like, and I love that. It's not, like, one... Because usually in a possession movie, it's very like formulated where you see the same thing over and over like they attack the same way but obviously with different personalities you have to attack in a different way like if I'm a family man and 
you care about someone that like passed away, you would formulate something or the devil would formulate something to really appeal to that. So mm-hmm. that's what I really liked is that like that the devil no, transforms into point. something. I think it's a good point. Yeah. And yeah. I think that they really portrayed that really well. Like because the nurse, like sh- you didn't see what she was seeing, but you no, could tell we're just that- seeing their reactions right. to something very fucked up. Right. And it's yeah. like something convincing enough to like, stab your eyes out with knitting needles like Mm -hmm. with her she had this whole like she's a god-fearing woman Mm -hmm. and she was still talking about god and jesus like throughout her possession or like her instincts to like kill herself which was crazy Mm -hmm. so like maybe she was seeing god or jesus like telling her to do this like you don't know like yeah i thought that was super interesting super interesting yes totally even like it from the very beginning like the mom obviously that was probably something a little more fucked up i know fingers and i would love to know but that is a good point. But it's it's like, not a possession movie like we just did Exorcism mm-hmm. of Emily Rose where it's like you see her and what she sees and like contorting and and speaking in right. different voices. It's like the devil trying to creep in. Yeah. And it is like, the movie it, for everyone. Yeah. It leaves you kind of wondering like what each person saw. Like you don't really have that like oh, well, they saw this, so that happened. And then they saw this, and this happened. And, like, it's not... It's never, like, tied into a nice little bow. So you... It, like, is up to your imagination. Like, it leaves a lot of things, like, untied because you... It's all up to interpretation. Like, you kind of... There's things left undone where you're like, holy shit, like, why did she do this? Interesting, too... The whole movie is, like, the dad is dying and the devil is trying to claim his soul. However, the all the surrounding characters, all the family members and caretakers and family friends end up dying. Even though the devil's not, like, trying to take their souls. Mm-hmm. It's just trying to, to take him. the dying man's soul. And that's what I love about this movie is, like, you don't have to have all the... Like, everyone can see it so differently. Totally. And I love that. Like, I like the not religious aspect of it. I, I enjoy too. that. Yeah. I do, too. Oh, oh my Anyways, God. Uh, this can movie. I get, or do you want to play a game or do you want to talk about your biggest scare? Um, We could talk about biggest scares. Tell me yours. Or do you want me to tell you mine? Yeah, tell me yours. Okay. So I would say either there were two things that like made me. I texted Devin. I'm like, I just had the ab workout of my life. Like I wish I could get this over and over and over again. I'd have a six pack. <laughs> so fast. It like, made me contort. Like it made me like crunch. Emily, Emily Rose Clark. It. <laughs> yes. I crunched so hard when I saw it. Two. So one, the shower scene. Oh my. Let's get the that was like that is my one of my biggest scares. That scared me so bad. And the other one would be, and I told you this a million times, but like in the goat barn with little baby angel goats. Um. But then the mom walks in, and she tears down the thing with her pussy, and then like, <laughs> and then he steps forward, and she's behind him. When yeah. she was behind him, I like did the hardest crunch of my life. Well, like I, I wish too. I could re- replicate it a million times again right. and again. I know because we we watched it again. Um, before we recorded, because I had to be a piece of shit and re- like no, just be fresh, yeah. yeah. Um, but 
She did jump fucking I jumped hard. Hard. But then the dad killing himself. That was my second. That was, that like, was my second That's the most scare. grueling. Like, that's the most yeah. grueling, worst thing I yeah. saw. So mine was the same. Like, the shower and the brother, Michael, mm-hmm. killing himself. Yeah. Those are my biggest scares. And I agree with the same. Like, that... Every scare really scared me. Mm-hmm. But those were, like, my two top tier. Yeah. Oh, my God. Scariest scares. Yeah. Oh, this, is, this has been dark. This has gotten heavy. I almost feel like we need to play a game. Okay. What do should we play? play a game? Yeah, what should we play? Um, well, there's a game I like to mm. play. It's called Mary Fuck Kill. Mm, I thought you were going to say Monopoly. It's Monopoly. Get ready. <laughs> we're going to be on the pod for another four hours. No, um, it's called Mary Fuck Kill. Uh, I'm going to give you three options. You have to pick one that you marry, one that you fuck, one that you kill. Listeners, play along. Okay. <laughs> Please. Option one. Okay. Mincing your fingers. Mm. Option two. Knitting needle through the cheek. Mm. Option three, um, oh, I read that wrong. Spending the night babysitting your dad when the devil comes and gets him. Laying in that bed. And it's the least violent, but it's maybe the most scary. It is scary. Um, I'll marry the, the babysitting my dad. Okay. And then fuck the... Knitting needle to the cheek, and then kill, kill the, the fingers. mince fingers. Yeah, mince fingers can go. That die. finger stuff. No, I don't oh like that. my gosh! Okay, so I'll take my turn for okay. this game. Yes. Um, I'm going to ask you to marry, fuck, or kill some of these secondary characters in the movie. Okay. So, would you rather marry, fuck, or kill the creepy little priest? Mm-hmm. Not a pilf. Santa Charlie. Or knitting nurse. Ew. Mary Charlie. Yeah, me too. So we have the Kill priest. nurse. Definitely gonna pilf that shit. <laughs> He's spooky and I'm kind of into it. He had that little accent. Pilf that shit? You're like, the southern drowl. <laughs> Come outside. Come outside. Come inside. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You said that in the movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, what are your overall... Okay, what's your... Like, did this ruin your life? What is your... I would say this definitely ruined my life. I would give it... I gave it an 8.5 ruin my life 8.5 flick. Very much oh. enjoyed it. Very scary. Is that the scare like the biggest you've done? I think so. Yeah. It is. I went to bed pretty easy after. Mm. Which is why I cannot give it a 9. I cannot mm. give it a 10. Mm. I but I really liked it and it was really scary and it was very affecting. Yeah. And I like the plot. I love the actors. That's they big, you guys. Slapped. Eight point five. Emily says eight point five out of ten. Like, yeah, you're about to be crying. You're about to be crying. Um, for me, I, for me, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I would give it an eleven out of ten. You were that so shit, scared. It rocked my world. What did you watch been, right after? 
The Office. Okay. <laughs> what do you watch? Vampire Diaries? Yeah. Porn. Maybe. <laughs> I was so scared. Like, I have not been this scared since when I saw The Conjuring in theaters. So, okay. like like you said, like, if we saw this in theaters, I feel like our gauges... If I saw gauges... this in theaters, I think I would have been way more scared. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier in your own home. Yeah. But... Like, I can giggle with Matt and, like, be under a blanket. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, look away and, like, see your own home. Exactly. Have lobster there. Oh, totally. Definitely helpful. Totally. But, oh, my God. This movie was so scary. So, what is your overall... Th- like overall thoughts like what is your gauge here okay i guess what i would say is picture me bending over near the microphone right now and then someone raises a hand and they just fucking (laughs) it slipped my ass so hard i did i loved it i i liked it a lot i told devin and some of our friends were in some group text with her it has a vibe to either the witch in, like, the rural, like, obviously the goat aspect. <sighs> obviously. I love a goat aspect. It has a hereditary vibe mm-hmm. with, like, the, the, like, creepy ghost happy smile face in the distance. Yeah. Um, it has a similar feeling to those, but the jump scares are harsher. But the, the plot is-, is not as thick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the jump scares are scarier, I guess. Yeah. 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 So I I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it I was thoroughly entertained. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Scariest thing I've seen in a while. A while. <laughs> um so what's your rating? I same as my scare. Eight, okay. 8 5. I I would give it a 10. A I know I'm like, movie. A perfect movie. It, it, this is like my perfect movie. Okay. Like this is something I want in a scary movie. Like everything I want. Mm-hmm. It had gore. It had like demonic possession, which you know I love. Yeah. Um, it had like the psychological aspect. It love that. Had it was much almost everything. there for me. I would like a little more of a twist, I would say. Mm-hmm. That'd be my ass. Mm-hmm. That'd be my ass. Oh yeah. That'd be your ass. A-S-S-K. That'd be your ass. <laughs> It'd be my ass. It'd be my ass. And they're both Stop beautiful. It. As you know, we're getting on to December. Um, so we're going to do some like Christmas scary movies, obviously, because we're basic. You guys are acting surprised. <laughs> Who's shocked? Um, no one. But uh, we're going to do for our next flick, Krampus. But and why, I'm, Emily? I'm so excited. Why? Because the movie is going to come out after Krampus knocked, knocked, um, which is technically like a night in Germany where we celebrate Krampus and Devin and I have a fun activity. Activ- Why do I do that every time? Because I'm, I'm a whore. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have a vocal fry. <laughs> We have a fun act have a tie plan. Um, I'm so excited. Also, I just, I can't say it enough. Devin has not seen Krampus yet. And I am so excited for you to watch it. I, spoiler alert, love that movie. I think it's so cute. I think it's such a great holiday movie. I can't wait. It's not going to be as scary as this, but like, it's a really fun, spooky movie 
And we have a really fun intro planned for you guys. We have a fun activity that we wish you could join us on, but like... You can't because COVID. You can't because COVID. (laughs) But it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah. Cute. Oh, yeah. So we're excited about that. Uh So get into your Krampus. I say Krampus. What do you say? Krampus? Or I say Krampus. I say Krampus, but I think Krampus is probably the correct way to say it. I'm starting to like become you because I'm like, Krampus. uh, My Krampus vibe. Don't insult me like (laughs) that. I'm starting to become you, aka being trash. Krampus. Fuck you. I just have always heard Krampus. So that's why no, that's, I say That's that. actually probably how I should be saying it. We'll, I just we'll ask know. him when we go to see him, which, I'm like, spoiler sir. alert, we're going to see him in real life. Um, I'm like, sir, how do you say your name? And he's going to be like, he's going to be like, Krampus. <laughs> be I would die. We should Anyways, record it. We, no, we're going to have so much good content yeah. when we do it. So much good content. Okay, so we're gonna have Elmer's glue wine. Emily says, "I can't wait." Glue wine. We're going to a German. We're going to a German Christmas market. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that giving it away? No, I don't think it is. The whole point is before we review Krampus, we're going to do an actual German Christmas market in Denver because that's where we live, and then they sell like German snacks Mm -hmm. and drinks. Glue wine being a a big part of that so we're gonna drink that and they have a krampus night krampus night krampus knocked where Ooh. he is wandering around and taking souls and we're gonna be there and i want i to know me soul. too i know oh we, we volunteer as tribute Hi. um but it'll be really fun he's like ma'ams you don't have a soul <laughs> to take okay <laughs> yeah exactly god damn it it'll be really fun um, I can't wait. Okay, so yeah, look forward to that. Yes. Um, but otherwise, I will say we are asking you to leave us a five star rating and a lovely review on Apple Podcasts would be great. It would be great. We'd very much appreciate it. I've, I did. Did you? Have you I heard, heard this? something? Yeah. What'd you hear? Or do you want? Do you want to hear what I heard? I want to hear. We should tell what we both heard at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> oh okay, God! Ready? No, I can't. It's too much. Okay. So. so I've heard that if you leave a great, friendly review, God damn it, you're creepy and with the goat farm will have the <laughs> devil i don't fucking know have the flu have the flu <laughs> no she won't die from it but no like a cold it'll be a it'll be a heavy cold and like her goats are gonna be mad at her so they're gonna like poop all over her front doorstep so it's not gonna be like end of the life but like it'll be an inconvenience to her and, and like she voted for trump so you hate her anyways so, so what i'm saying is if you leave us a great review <laughs> that'll happen to her and it'll be a laugh it'll a be a laugh. laugh it'll be a laugh. We'll have a laugh so do it um but yeah so give us a five-star rating and review and that will happen to your aunt um even if <laughs> she doesn't have farm. a goat farm <laughs> there will and be- if she lives in a suburb a stray cat will poop all over her front doorstep yeah, yeah. 
And she is like, she's kind of a bitch. Yeah, she is. She's probably one of those people that loves Target too much. No, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves like fucking home goods too much. Ooh. Yeah. A TJ Maxx fanatic. Yeah. She's a a Maxinista. (laughs) I just died right now. I just like, I was alive. Dove into my bed. (laughs) into the bed. Okay. 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 So do that. Five star rating and give us a review. A nice review. And maybe follow us on Instagram. Yeah. You can watch us be whores. (laughs) Which you would love. It's at fangirlspod. F-A-N-G-G-I-R-L-S-P-O-D. And it's the same handle on Twitter that we have. Yes, baby. But go ahead and do that. Subscribe, like, download, review, share. And subscribe. Tell your pals. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Your your dad might like it. (laughs) He's like, they keep calling me a delf. They they keep saying daddy. And I think they're talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's true. But anyways, do you have any last words? Um, Hail Satan. Same. I was going (laughs) to say that. But go ahead and scare fart your asses off. And from the horrors of horror themselves, good night. Goatees. Goatees. Kids. Oh, goatees. Daddies. (laughs) Thank you so much.